Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Morning Muse podcast. I'm your host, Sierra. If you're new here, and if you're not, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm really excited to be back with another guest episode. Last week was a solo. Wanted to start off the new month with a... Well, wait, no. I already had a had a guest episode come on in the new month. Oh, my gosh. My brain is not working tonight. It's like 9 o'clock on a Monday. I'm not... My brain is not working. Um, I wanted to start this week off with another guest episode. And today's episode, I wanted to talk with Taylor Vahey. She is a content creator over on TikTok who shares college advice, entrepreneurship advice, and ADHD advice. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about ADHD and how she manages her ADHD while she is in college. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear this amazing conversation with Taylor today. And definitely go check out our socials, which will be all linked in the show notes to check her out. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hi, Taylor. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? pretty good I'm on winter break right now so doing a little bit of working and whatnot making content that kind of thing great yeah my winter break just ended yesterday and I got back to school last night actually so today was my first day of classes which wasn't that bad it was pretty good so sometimes it's kind of nice to get back into the routine yeah yeah it is it's nice seeing my friends again and just getting back into the groove of things for sure Well, Taylor, tell my audience a little bit about yourself and what you do. I'd love to. So I am a content creator. Um, I have 50,000 followers on TikTok that I've been building content on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok for um, a lot of years now. I think I started in like middle school very, um, you know, gradually just kind of posting what I was up to and whatnot. So that's one part of my life. I also... I'm a student. I am a junior at Bryant University studying entrepreneurship and digital marketing in the honors program. And I also have ADHD, which is something I make content about and Sierra can relate to um, because she was telling me that she thinks that she might have it too. So it's definitely something um, that I try to talk about and share like any little tips that have helped me along the way. Now, Taylor, what does your morning routine look like? So I think that when you're in college, it's like a tough like time of your life because you're going from like living at school for three months and then home for a few months for break for winter and summer and then back to school. So I feel like my life has been like lacking routine and like that is something I definitely want to bring more awareness into for 2022. But on an ideal day, um, I'll get up and do a workout. Um, I love workout classes. I find them just a lot more motivating and therapeutic to just kind of get off my phone, not have to worry about what I'm going to do and just like listen to the instructor and have them worry about the moves and the playlists and all that. So um, I'll usually start with a workout class and then um, I like to journal. It's definitely not something I do religiously like every day first thing in the morning Um, if I'm rushing or have a busy day sometimes that goes but I like to sometimes do like a brain dump of anything that's on my mind um, a to-do list and like any little reminders and then I bring my journal pretty much everywhere I go throughout the day um, and can just have it for like peace of mind to right into it if I need it but sometimes I don't use it but it's just like a nice little like thing that I know I have it's like I need to write something down um and I would say those are like the two things that really get my day off to a good start if I can't go to a workout class I might go for like a run or a walk um I definitely like to listen to podcasts while I'm getting ready um but yeah I I don't know I've I've always like loved mornings and getting up Mm -hmm. early too I guess that's another part of my routine um I like to try to get up at like five or six if I really want to like kill the day and be busy but um you know sometimes that doesn't always happen yeah I totally get that I wake up around 5 a.m too I try to 
that I try to stick to like my 5 a.m. wake up because I know I hate I hate yeah I don't know I don't know why but I hate when I oversleep and I wake up at six I feel like I've missed like so much of the day when even though it's Mm -hmm. just an hour I don't know why but it's so annoying sometimes (laughs) yeah I know I I really like to get up early but like one of the hard things I've found about being in college is like my week like days to weekends are so different like when I was Uh in high school it was so much easier to like keep a routine because I'm I don't know like not going out with friends as much on the weekends Um, I'm like busier with like sports and that kind of thing so I felt like it was still easy to get up early but at college like there's such late nights on Friday and Saturday that like I have to sleep in or else I'll be like getting like two three hours of sleep you know if I was getting up at like five in the morning and I went to bed at two two the night before so um I feel like that will like mess up my routine a little bit but you know with the ADHD routines are they're like really hard to maintain but like so important too yeah they are they really are and now you mentioned like going to workout classes what's your favorite type of workout class to take um I really like booty yoga it's um Mm -hmm. kind of like it's a heated class, um, high energy, a lot of music, and it's a lot of yoga poses, but you don't really stay in the pose. It's like you do a pose, like kind of with like dance type. I think they call it like tribal movements throughout it. So you don't, it's not as slow because like yoga, like regular yoga, I get a little bored when I'm doing that. Um, so I really like that because it's kind of like still upbeat and you're still working on your flexibility and the different poses, but like there's a little bit of a cardio element involved too, which is fun. I also like bar. Um, I go to pure bar sometimes at school. There's a studio near me. Um, I also like cycle and spin, um, soul cycle I love. So really anything to change it up. Um, I don't really like stick to one class religiously. I try to do like different ones all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm at home and I want to do something, I can always like throw on a YouTube video um, of a random class, but I find it's a little bit harder to stay motivated if I'm not like in a room with a bunch of other people working out. Yeah, that's totally understandable. Now, Taylor, I wanted to get into sure. your content creation side of your life. When did you start getting into TikTok and what type of content do you post on there? Yeah, so um, I started getting into TikTok like maybe two or three years ago and that is just the best platform out there right now I mean it has an amazing algorithm it's super engaging and um I feel like the experience is like really customizable where on Instagram and YouTube I feel like it's maybe overly saturated and the presentation of the content is just not as like TikTok is fast videos and you have the ability to scroll through fast it learns what you like so I just find that if anyone wants to share their story TikTok's a great place to start um and I post kind of business lifestyle motivation um college just kind of whatever I'm up to I don't niche down too much but my overall thing on TikTok is like I want to be a millionaire by 2030 and I want to show people how I'm doing it so just kind of all the elements of my life um that kind of will bring me there and hopefully I can inspire other people and help them get there too that's a great I love that your platform I've been watching your content over on TikTok for a while now and I was like wow this is really good especially with your ADHD content I really really related to that with the every with a lot of the things that you posted like using timers and your different techniques yeah of course and now what made you want to start posting about your experience with ADHD on TikTok um I feel like it's one of those things that is like so functional that it can kind of get brushed aside as like not real or um like overdiagnosed or Mm -hmm. even underdiagnosed and like people certain groups like women or high achievers so I just thought it was an important conversation to have and it definitely influences my style of productivity and I didn't want anyone else to feel limited in what they can achieve based on you know how their brain works and whatnot and 
I'm a very open person. I like will talk to anyone. I like have no secrets kind of thing. So like as I've been, you know, talking to friends and stuff over the years, it's slowly dawned on me like how different I go about things and think about things and like the strategies, especially when it comes to motivating yourself and building wealth and becoming an entrepreneur and all these like amazing things um, sometimes get these strategies to get there are a little bit, I I guess like they get pushed to like that there's one way to do it. And I guess I just want to use my platform to show that you know, your brain might be thinking of a million things at once. And you might think because of a TED talk you listen to or some other things about staying focused and whatnot, that that's a bad thing. But I actually kind of see it as like a superpower that you have the ability to think of so many things. So I just wanted to kind of change the the narrative a little bit on ADHD and also share what has been working for me as I kind of learn over time to get more comfortable with it because it's like not something you're gonna be able to like reverse or fix entirely it's more how do I learn to deal with this exactly and I find that ADHD at least for myself it's mainly a self-growth journey like once Mm -hmm. you know you have it it's not like you said it's not something you can learn it's not something you can undo it's something that you have to learn how to cope with for the rest of your life like you said like for me I've been learning strategies from my mom because she noticed it in me before I noticed it myself and I haven't mm-hmm. even gotten diagnosed yet because she mm-hmm. knows the signs because she has it too and it's like I've been learning almost for years now how mm-hmm. I how I'm coping with my ADHD and it's a learning right. process it never you never stop learning you keep finding new ways to learn and new ways to think and new ways to do things so it's an ever-growing process yeah absolutely um it's something that so many people have I feel like right now too and I think maybe it's even like the society we live in everything's so fast-paced there's notifications coming on your phone everyone has such busy schedules so I don't know if like that kind of maybe environment shapes like the way our brains have grown up and like this high speed environment too so I think more and more people are kind of discovering they have it or getting or developing it and by kind of learning from others you can take away little tips of how to manage it better yourself taylor before getting tested did you realize that you had adhd yes i have known for a while my mom is also a nurse um mm-hmm. and in middle school i would do all these crazy things like if i had a presentation or a project due that i hadn't started i'd started the night before and then get tired at like two in the morning and then wake up at like five in the morning to finish it before school and I was doing all these crazy things and in the end I was able to pull it together so everyone on the outside didn't seem like I was struggling but then on the inside I was you know stressed and anxious and exhausted and you know just not like kind of developing good habits and routines because I had such a hard time like you know thinking ahead and getting started on things and developing like a plan and a strategy to accomplish different things I wanted to do so Mm -hmm. I noticed it I mean I feel like I've always been like this but in middle school I tried to get tested and all my teachers said that my grades were fine and they didn't notice anything like that so for a while um, those kind of requests from like teachers and stuff because I think that there's a process like to get tested through insurance where like a teacher has to say that they want you to get tested or some some process like that yeah at least that was my experience um and so eventually I kind of went around my doctor and went to like a psych hospital type thing um and just had like an interview with a doctor and just talked to her and she said that she thinks I would benefit from medication and potential therapy. Um, and I did go to a 
therapist for a little bit that specialized in ADHD. Unfortunately, that wasn't covered by insurance. So Mm -hmm. it was extremely expensive. So I could only go for like two or three months to kind of develop like a baseline strategy for how to cope with it. But going from there, um, I've been on medication for like four or five years for ADHD too, which I definitely find a big difference with taking that. Now, when did you get tested? Were you still in middle school or were you in high school by then? I think it was maybe eighth grade or freshman year, right around that line and where I was uh-huh. just like, load was coming to a point where it was a little bit harder to, to kind of throw everything together. And right. I just kind of felt like if I don't address this now, it's I'm going to not be as successful as I want to be. So yeah, right around that like transition from middle to high school, I got tested and diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how much did getting diagnosed affect you and with your therapist for ADHD? How, did, how much did that help you? Yeah, I think it was just like a nice um, realization that like, okay, that there's a name for this and a bunch of other people have it and there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with me kind of thing because I think everyone has different mental health conditions or, um, you know, little things we develop to cope with life. And when you can kind of look into it and research it and understand it, um, you can be more self-aware. So I think it was really nice. Um, and working with a therapist that specialized in ADHD was really nice too, um, because she had like worked with so many other patients one-on-one and we kind of talked about like really micro ways to, you know, improve the, my lifestyle with ADHD. And I think the more micro you can get, the better. I mean, people can kind of say things like, oh, you know, get up early and get dressed for the day or like that, that will lead you to be productive. But like something I find is if I don't set my alarm on the other side of the room and already have my outfit picked out, I'm going to like, kind of be falling into that ADHD procrastination running late type thing so it can be really micro things that can help yeah now what are some of your main struggles with ADHD um I would say my main things that I struggle with is um not really feeling like I relate to others um I sometimes feel like bad if other people's way of you know working or planning doesn't work for me for example my roommate freshman year had all these nice binders that were color-coded and different folders and notebooks for every class and if that was my strategy I would be bringing the wrong notebooks to class forgetting Mm -hmm. them losing them so I tried to do that strategy and that's what was happening so I kind of took a step back and I said I'm going to buy one notebook and one folder and one binder and I'm gonna just have it be all my classes and that worked for me because I kind of need to simplify it um, Mm -hmm. and not make things overly complicated so that my brain didn't like get overwhelmed and stressed out so I think just kind of like noticing the really little things as you go that make your life harder and then trying to find a solution from there can be helpful yeah yeah I definitely agree like some of mine have been organization and Mm -hmm. planning out things ahead of time Mm -hmm. because if you would have met me at least three years four years ago Mm -hmm. you would not be meeting the same person in terms of organization and Mm -hmm. planning because I you can ask my parents I used to be one of the most disorganized person ever Mm -hmm. literally ever and Mm -hmm. I could I always had problems with staying up staying on top of my assignments and getting them done on time or starting them at the last minute starting them the night before it's due and having Mm -hmm. to stay up all night to get them done and I was tired of feeling this way and I was tired of like losing things all the time because that's what my teachers would always say she keeps losing her paper she never turns into her homework because she's lost it and stuff like that and I was like it was like my freshman year of high school and I was like okay I gotta find something and I I think I made that promise to myself I hadn't told anybody yet but Mm -hmm. that was have been my 
my main struggles and for sure also just like staying focused on like little things even just reading sometimes can be hard to focus on and yeah for sure I also find relaxing is really hard for me oh yes (laughs) I have a really hard time taking downtime I just really don't enjoy relaxing my mind is constantly going at a million miles an hour so for me to like sit down and watch a movie or a tv show is really hard for me mm-hmm. um and so I think that that's like kind of a strange thing that might most people might not think when you think of ADHD um I think like la- terms like lazy or messy get like kind of stigmatized with it um but I feel like a lot of ADHD people are super hyperactive and they can use it um kind of to fuel always staying too busy and so sometimes relaxing is hard for me um in terms of organization I find that keeping like methods simple is better for me and also staying on top of things like cleaning and not letting things get too crazy to the point where I feel overwhelmed like my room used to be so messy too but now once I kind of realized okay you know there's four or five items of clothing on the floor let me put this away now because I know if I let this go another week I'll let it go for months because I'll just be so overwhelmed by it exactly yeah I think um as long as you're like reflective and kind of get to know yourself it's very manageable yeah it definitely is I would definitely agree with that because it's funny that you mentioned how it's it's honestly it's at least for me, I don't know about you, it's honestly easy for me to get overwhelmed and stressed about things to the point where I'm so stressed that I can't do anything about it. And that's mm-hmm. the worst feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, ADHD people might have like a touch of perfectionism that makes them want to procrastinate because they don't feel like right. they're ready or they like know like that they want it perfect and they don't feel like they can make it perfect right in this moment so I've tried to really remind myself like you know 15 or 20 minutes of homework is better than zero and you know not to think so black and white or all or nothing Um, because I think that those things can kind of they're not necessarily always like ADHD symptoms but I think that there's some connection and I also find that there's a little bit of like an anxiety connection to ADHD because sometimes I get anxious that I'm going to forget something or Mm -hmm. anxious that I'm going to let someone else down because I don't get something done in time or whatever so I think that there's definitely a correlation there too that probably isn't um, always discussed. Yeah for sure. Now have you found that um dealing with your ADHD and learning methods have yourself has helped you more than getting help from doctors per se? For sure. Um, I think it's really hard for for someone else to like come into your life and try to tell you how to manage it. And I think the ways it's manifested in different people is so different and everyone's goals are different. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think like you know, if you're wanting to be a singer or an artist, your ADHD struggles are going to be different than someone who wants to be an engineer um, or something like that. So I think everyone needs to kind of, you know, just reflect and understand the options out there and then pick and choose and not be too, um, you know, overwhelmed with like their diagnosis or the journey and just kind of slowly implement things in that work. Now, what have you learned about yourself through your ADHD? Um, I think I've learned that I can function well in high stress environments. Um, I can definitely have the tendency to procrastinate or let things fall by the wayside if I don't stay on top of them. Um, I've learned that I have the ability to think about and manage a lot of different things at once. And I kind of thrive in that. Um, I feel like I don't do well with downtime. Um, it's better for me to be busy because then I don't fall behind on things. Um, yeah, I think that those are some, some good little takeaways. Yeah. 
Now, what are some of the things that have helped you with your ADHD and these systems processes that you go through? Yeah, um, I think Google Calendar has been amazing. I like a paper calendar too. I totally get it. Like it's so nice to write things down. But I find that sometimes plans come up when you're not with your paper calendar. And then you have like, I used to have kind of like a notes tab of things to put into my paper calendar. And it's so much better to just be able to put it into your Google Calendar. I also like that you can set the notifications. Um, You can also invite people to the event. My boyfriend, he also has ADHD. So um, sometimes if I don't want him to forget something and we're, we have an event or something to do, I'll make a Google calendar event and add him and then he'll get an email about it. Um, and it can, he can easily add it to his. And he was really pushing back on me about the Google calendar for a while. He was saying he likes the um, paper calendar. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. you never write in the paper calendar as much as you <laughs> think you do. So try Google calendar. So for me, that helps also journaling and um, just kind of getting everything on paper. I think it kind of helps with the anxiety side because I'm like, okay, at least if I forget something, I wrote it down. Um, Also, sometimes if I'm feeling overwhelmed by a to-do list and like not sure how much I can accomplish, I'll kind of do like a reverse to-do list and I'll do like a done list. So just as I go through the day, I'll write what I've accomplished instead of what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way I can kind of, you know, feel like I'm on the right track. And then also prioritizing things. You know, if I look at everything I have to do and kind of circle one thing and I'm like, okay, I really have to get this done. That is very helpful. I also find, you know, incorporating workouts and walks. Um, is really good because that gives my head the space to be able to think ahead I have a really hard time you know planning ahead and thinking like okay what do I have to do next week next month and um, if I like you know go on a 45 minute walk by myself I feel like I'll usually kind of figure out um, how to plan ahead without even really meaning to just by kind of having some time by myself while I'm exercising, doing something good for my body. So I think all those things um, really make a big difference for me. Mm -hmm. Now, do you ever feel that taking time for yourself, when you do take time for yourself, that you feel guilty for taking that time for yourself and like thinking that, oh, I have so much work I need to do. Why am I doing this right now? I should be doing my work. For sure. I honestly think that that is like kind of just a lifelong struggle, especially when you're ambitious and you have a lot to do. Um, And one time I was so stressed out. I was probably crying or getting upset. My mom was like, Taylor, that's life. Like there's, you're never done with the to-do list. Like it's always a running list. And I also like to think um, of something Um, a respected business person told me one time that the wealthier people become and the more successful they become they um, have a lot more responsibilities and also a lot more assets you know more homes more cars more um, you know vacations and that kind of thing and all that comes with a lot of things that can break and go wrong and paperwork and whatnot so I think as you know we all push ourselves to you know, build wealth and get our life set up in the right direction. It just, you have to realize that usually with that progression, you're going to get more busy, not less. And Mm -hmm. so kind of never like being done with things isn't really something to be ashamed of. It's kind of a sign like you're going in the right direction as long as you're making progress every day. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you have any things that that you stick to that keeps you grounded like I know you said routines are hard but but like if you have a routine that keeps you grounded or something that you do just do you have anything like that um I'd say workouts journaling reading before bed um trying to get up early trying to get to bed early trying to be mindful of who I spend time with um 
and you know really making sure the people I surround myself with are people that are pushing me to be better not worse because I think it's easy to get caught up in um kind of what everyone else is doing sometimes if your friends aren't really in the right direction and also you know building an alone time like I don't really love to be alone but I find that it's super necessary in order to get where you want to go it's really hard to always be with other people and it's also not always best for like time management and whatnot to Mm -hmm. always be with other people like sometimes if I'm at school and I want to go to the library if I want to go with a friend I have to coordinate what time can they go okay I'll meet you at your room and we'll walk over together blah 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 and sometimes it's like okay that honestly was kind of a lot of work I probably should have just gone to the library by myself I could have been gone by now and finished the assignment so I think that some of those things have helped keep me grounded but again I don't think it's ever going to be something that I feel like okay I've you know mastered that like I never am going to have struggles like I think it's realizing that it's just one of my like cards I've been dealt is also kind of an important thing to keep me grounded because um, you kind of realize that it's it's okay not to always be on top of it or to sometimes feel like you're overwhelmed or the ADHD is getting the best of you. And that's the thing. I find that it's so easy to convince yourself that you're not doing enough when you're not staying on top of the things that you need to do. And it's so easy to get in that trap of guilt Mm -hmm. and like feeling like you're a failure and feeling like you're not succeeding enough. It's, it's crazy how easily our minds can trick ourselves into thinking those things when we're actually doing the best that we can right now. For sure. sure. I definitely feel like that almost every day. And like, sometimes I'm so hard on myself and I'm like, oh, I have this, this, and this to do, and I'm falling so behind, and then sometimes I have to take a step back and think, there's a lot of people who are not doing anything, who have no goals, who have no motivation, so if you get up in the morning, and you have that sense, like, that's a gift, because some people just never do, like, they just don't care, they, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people I went to high school with, um, never went off to college like aren't really working and I just really don't understand like what motivates them or like excites them about life because I'm really drawn off of like who am I going to meet today what's the next thing I'm going to experience what business can I build what content can I create Um, so I have a hard time kind of relating to that so I think when you get guilty for that it's because you're motivated and you kind of have to remind yourself that some people just don't have that motivation at all and that's not something you can learn in a textbook or really teach yourself I feel like I I feel like it's just kind of a feeling and a motivation and a outlook on life that is a gift and you have to make sure that the guilt doesn't hold you down because I definitely sometimes get down on myself and feel like oh what's even the point I'm not where I want to be but Mm -hmm. um it's like the quote like you know you can a lot of people underestimate what they can do or overestimate what they can do in a day and underestimate what they can do in a year. So I think it's kind of looking at what you can do over the long term and then also looking back on who you were a year ago or two years ago and realizing that you're so much, you've grown so much. Exactly. Yeah. Now I want to get on to organization and how you organize your life how do you organize Mm -hmm. your schoolwork um so I do um one notebook that is no personal stuff just my schoolwork and then I have another notebook for like personal stuff business ideas my emotions to-do list that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then I fold the page in half so that I can have like the words kind of be like more squished together if that makes sense because I find yeah. when you like write across a whole page sometimes you only have like two or three words to write for a bullet and then there's all this white space and it's just distracting to try to reread and follow so by folding the page in half I feel like it when I reread it it just makes a lot more sense I also label at the top right hand of the paper 
the date and the class. And I try to use a lot of different colored pens. Um, I don't really like highlighters because I think it's, you know, you have to write out the word and then highlight it. It's just kind of like yeah. an extra step. So I think colored pens are nice to incorporate to like make things jump out. And then also trying to like kind of make your notes cute. And like, I try to take, you know, my time and like do, ha- use ni- nice handwriting and not make it look all messy. Because then it's kind of like another sense of accomplishment when I look at my notebook and I'm like, wow, it was good that I went to class today and I took these notes. They look nice instead of, you know, chicken scratch, all Mm -hmm. messy. So it's kind of extra motivation to look back on it. And then I have a folder that I'll like put handouts in um, when I get them or things to turn in. And then I have a binder that I keep in my dorm room. I don't take it out of the dorm room. And that's kind of like, okay, you know, I'm not going to be looking at this piece of paper again, or this is already graded uh, and I probably don't need it, but I'm not going to throw it away. So I'm just going to put it in this binder, but I don't carry that around all the time because that would just be heavy and annoying. Um, So that's kind of what I do with papers that I'm like, okay, I don't really need this right now, but if I might need it, I'll keep it in my folder, if that makes sense. Yeah, and now how do you organize your social media and content creation stuff? Honestly, that is not organized. I feel like it's so creative that I haven't found a good process for organizing that that would, like, still allow me to be creative because I feel like anytime I try to be too strict with myself it kind of limits like what I can create like if I'm like okay I'm only gonna post ADHD videos right now or oh I'm only gonna post or I'm gonna post one video a day or something I feel like sometimes those things can actually hinder my ability to kind of be creative but I do want to work on better strategies for organizing that so I definitely need to step it up but really as of now content creation is a hobby I do make money from it, but I don't treat it as a job, if that makes sense. Now, are there any apps that have changed the way you work because of your ADHD? Um, Google Calendar. Um, I also like this one called Sleep Cycle. It mm-hmm. measures your sleep and you like leave it on your bed while you sleep. And then you can set a window of time for when you wake up. So it measures the different cycles of sleep you're in and it tries to wake you up when you're most close to the cycle that you'd naturally wake up in. So you can set your alarm from like five to six and then it would wake you up in the range of time um, when it would like most likely um, help you get up and feel like well rested. Because if your alarm goes off and you're in like a deep sleep cycle, you're going to wake up feeling groggy and irritable and stuff. So I I really like that app. Um, And I don't really know. I'm not like too techie. Like I kind of more like the pen than paper and the old fashioned route. Yeah. Yeah. I totally understand that. I have like a mix of both kind of like, do you have any good ones? Yeah. Like I, I love, I talk about this all the time to my friends and my family. I love the app notion it's oh yeah it's so good I literally could talk about it all day long Mm -hmm. it's it's my second hub for everything like I track my Mm -hmm. assignments I do my content creation stuff on there Mm -hmm. I do my podcast stuff on there I have everything related to my life like my weekly resets my goals for this year and stuff and it's so flexible and so easy to create make make it your own Mm -hmm. and that's one of the reasons why I love it and paired with my bullet journal I it's just the perfect thing it's honestly the best app I could ever I could ever use I was Mm -hmm. so happy when I found it it's the best thing and other app I would say a spark it's an email system um Mm -hmm. it just it helps organize your your emails in a lot better fashion than the gmail app does mm-hmm. it has like smart notifications so you won't get notified of all those newsletters that you signed up for like from michael's or from joanne's mm-hmm. or all that type of stuff it mutes those notifications and it only notifies you for the things that are important 
like oh, that's really emailing nice. you, brands, stuff like that. Oh, wow. That's great. What are some of the strategies that have helped you with your time management skills? I know with ADHD, I know for me, my time management is hard. <laughs> yeah, time management is really hard. Um, uh, this is going to be a strange one, but I think paying attention to like the mood I'm in and like being realistic about what I can accomplish. Like if it's the nighttime, I should probably do something a little bit more like mindless, like laundry. Right. Because I don't want to like be making a bunch of big decisions and starting something like when I'm already tired from the day. So I try to do like the hardest things in the morning um, Mm -hmm. or the things that like take the most decision making in the morning. Um, And then the things that are like easiest or errands or things that you kind of have to get done, but like it's not too like overwhelming at night. Um. But time management, again, is is definitely not something I feel like I'm good at or skilled at um, and definitely something I want to work on in the new new year. Do you do like the Pomodoro method or anything like that? Set any timers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I have timers. Um, I mostly use those for school assignments, mm-hmm. but I guess for ADHD, your brain has a really hard time looking at a digital clock and understanding the passage of time. Like you'll look and it will be five and then it will be 530. Um, and you just didn't even realize, but if you see the sand timer flip and the sand going through, you can kind of visualize, okay, I've spent this much time and I have this much time left. And that's not something you see with a digital clock. You just see the time it is now. And it doesn't kind of help keep you grounded to like the sense of time over like a period of time, if that makes sense. So sand timers are really great. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. I've never really thought of that because I've always like noticed like one one minute it's five o'clock, next minute it's 530. I'm like, where did all that time go? Mm -hmm. that's really interesting to think about it that way yeah I think sometimes though there are certain things where like you need to take your time with it and you need to just be okay with the fact that it might take longer than you thought and in those examples I wouldn't use a sand timer but if it's something that I'm like okay I just have to get this done I'll use one of those. How do you handle distractions like your phone and people? Like if you're like in a public place and people are walking past you, how do you handle with distractions? Um, I honestly don't handle them very well. I think sometimes I will turn my phone on, um, do not disturb. But honestly, that kind of makes me anxious too because I sometimes like to know what is going on kind of Mm -hmm. I think sometimes for certain apps I've turned the notifications off that like aren't that important like Instagram or Snapchat I don't have notifications on but like text I would want to get notified notified um and in terms of being distracted I honestly like a little bit of distraction I feel like it can kind of help me a little bit like uh-huh. If I were gonna to go to like the library where it's super quiet and no one's moving I might like get kind of antsy after like a half hour but yeah. if I go to a coffee shop where there's like a little bit of distraction I could probably stay there for like two or three hours and be content uh-huh. so I feel like it's not always a bad thing to kind of be distracted yeah I agree I'm the exact same way like I cannot work in the library whatsoever it's just too quiet and I can't focus which Mm -hmm. I find really strange like you would think you would need a quiet environment to be able to focus but I can't I've always loved right I always love going to coffee shops to work Mm -hmm. because somehow hearing those noises around me and being around people helps me focus more even if I'm playing music in my ears it just helps like that ambience helps mm-hmm. me it's really for strange. sure I agree do you have to maintain a clear workspace in order for you to do work um yes and no I think I don't have to but I think I do probably work better with a clear workspace um but I think it's one of those things where like you can't be too picky because sometimes 
you're working on the go or you're not in your own space like you're at a friend's house or something like that so I think it can't like you know limit your ability to at least try but I think definitely clearing out you know side of the table or desk off and just have what you need in front of you is helpful right yeah now what habits did you create to help you with your ADHD um I feel like I've kind of gone over most of them from like what we've talked about but yeah it's definitely something that I'm always looking for new habits too so if you're listening to this and you have something that I don't do yet like DM me on Instagram and let me know because I need all the help I can get yeah (laughs) now what (laughs) tips do you have for someone who's wanting to get more organized um I would say don't try to you know do everything at once like one time I was like I'm getting organized and I just destroyed my whole room and then I had like to like in order to like clear it out to like start organizing and then I got too tired and just left it destroyed for like days and then my mom was like okay I'm gonna help you like put this back together but don't do this again (laughs) so I think like not you know trying to do too much at once and kind of look at like what areas of your life that are unorganized are hurting you the most like whether it's your calendar or your closet or your car or whatever and then starting there and like over time like you know maybe every Sunday trying to organize a drawer or take a day to delete old photos I feel like my my camera roll is so messy and overwhelming so I definitely should put that on my to-do list as well but um I also think if it's not really hurting you that much, maybe don't like overly focus on it as well. Like if you can function with a messy room and stuff, maybe Mm -hmm. it's not the worst thing to, you know, not put too much of your time into trying to be an organized person. Cause I think if it doesn't naturally come to you, it's probably not. And like, that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what tips do you have for someone who's struggling with their ADHD? I would say get diagnosed if you're not. Um, Medication, I feel like, has made a big difference for me. So um, try to get on medication if that works for you. Maybe talk to a therapist. I haven't really found, like, great luck with this um, because most therapists, I feel like, aren't specialized in ADHD particularly like they might be able to help a little bit but I think honestly researching yourself would probably help more um I think reach out to anyone else that you know that has ADHD and is still successful and makes it work um and just be flexible and you know understanding with yourself and not try to fix things overnight this might be a random question, but mm-hmm. um, does coffee help you focus? Honestly, it kind of does, um, which I, I know that that's one of the things with ADHD that like stimulants kind of help calm you down. Yeah. Do you find that? Yeah, I do. I always like, I always find myself more like productive when I drink coffee and it's weird. Coffee doesn't have a effect on me like I can drink coffee at like nine o'clock at night and still be able to go to bed by 11 somehow mm-hmm. I don't know why and I don't know how it's really strange but yeah when I drink coffee I find that I'm able to like focus better on things and just keep more alert I agree completely what does going after your dream life mean to you um I think it means knowing what you want I like have a vision board that I put up that I really like to look at um it means being willing to sacrifice short-term comforts or things you want for like the long term um I think it means getting clear with yourself and you know really knowing what you want and being self-aware and in tune with your emotions and desires and um you know finding other people that support those 
Well, Taylor, where can my listeners find you? They can find me on all social media platforms with Taylor Vahey, T-A-Y-L-O-R-V-A-H-E-Y. And I'm on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. And DM me if you have ADHD, want to talk about it, think you might. Um, Maybe you'll find some of my uh, videos helpful about it. And there's also a lot of other elements of my life, too, that I post about. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by your ADHD, just know it's like one part of your life. Thank you for coming on to the podcast today. I really enjoyed talking with you. Thank you. This was great. I'm so excited. Well, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode with Taylor. I've linked all of her socials down below, her Instagram, her TikTok, and as well as the podcast, um, Instagram, and socials down below. So go check all of those out. Be sure to check out Taylor's content over on her TikTok, which is amazing. I love her stuff, and I always get some great advice over there. So be sure to check that out. Tune into that. But... Yeah, I will see you guys next week for another episode. Bye, guys.